It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Oh, <laughs> Roy. Robert, uh, what do you make of this this matchup? It's it's one of those games that, you know, I don't think anything's going to surprise anybody, to be perfectly honest, because that's where we are in the NFL now. But what do you make of it? Well, it's interesting. You know, I had a chance to call the Falcons in Seattle last week. So, you know, they got their first win of the season. And, you know, they were they had chances in both of those, both of those first two games that they played, you know, against the Saints. They got off to a quick start, let Jameis – and that uh, Saints offense get back in, and then against the Rams, they were able to fight back and almost win that game. And then they went up to Seattle and really got things going. You know, they got a really good uh, rush attack with Cordero Patterson, who you know was initially drafted up there in Minnesota as a as a receiver and a kick returner. And guys, physical, you know, I, and you know, uh, I don't know, saying that, those kind of things to a team that has Nick Chubb and uh, and Kareem Hunt. Uh, people are like, yeah, well, we know what physical is, but uh, but he's a good he's a good runner. Uh, but you know what's more concerning is those those big targets uh, on the outside and on the inside because they line up Kyle Pitts just about everywhere. Uh, and you know people were worried about him not getting enough catches. He only had four catches in the first two games, uh, but as you can see, he's got it all the way up to nine. So he got five catches against Seattle on the road last week. But this Drake London kid, uh, the rookie out of USC. Uh, he's a lot of fun to watch, man, uh, and he is physical as hell. And you know, what, interesting story about him. You know, when uh, Arthur Smith went up there to interview him before the draft, they asked him, "Why do you play so physical?" And he said, "I hate DBs. I just hate DBs, man." So it, you know, they ended up drafting him, and you I can like see the him. way that he plays. Not just physical. You know, he's hurdling folks out there, uh, and he's a big target. So. I think it's going to be a great matchup. You know, the way that uh, Jacoby play, has been playing and played last week, you know, uh, in prime time, I thought was really impressive. Um, you know, not just making the dinks and dunks like people thought, but really throwing on rhythm, uh, throwing <coughs> on great accuracy with some zip. Uh, and, of course, the run game is kind of what we thought it was going to be. So uh, Atlanta's got some problems on, on that side of the ball. So, uh, that could be a major factor. So this is this is a game with uh, you know two talented offenses, uh, and and you know, I think the Browns have the edge defensively. This is the kind of thing where you know it come down to special teams and turnovers. Should be a good game though. Robert, I got three key matchups on for the Browns defense versus Atlanta's offense. <clears throat> JOK versus Cordell Patterson, um, Kyle Pitts. <laughs> All right, now and the Kyle if JOK Pitt, plays exactly, <laughs> if Kyle Pitts, all right, this let me let me run this by you and tell me what you think. Do you think it would be smart? So you know how the Browns run four two five. They have a nickel come in instead of having mm-hmm. you know G New go down in that nickel position. What if they leave him outside and put in Ronnie Harrison so they had that bigger body in the box and that can also check Kyle Pitts? Don't you think that would be like a good matchup? Because I mean, Ronnie Harrison is pretty good man to man on a tight end. Well, here's the thing, though, with Kyle Pitts, you pretty much have to be good everywhere. Unless you're playing strictly man and you're traveling somebody, then people are going to have to defend him in all kinds of places because they'll, you know, they'll line him up, you know, as an inline tight end. 
they'll move him to the outside, they'll motion him. So they'll move him all over the place. So, uh, you know, it, it sounds like a good plan going against uh, a guy like Kyle Pitts, having one guy that you think is going to be really great covering him, uh, but he really challenges the depth uh, in a secondary and, and uh, you know, the coverage skills of your linebacking core, which makes him so dangerous. And, you know, for a guy his size, and the way he moved, it's just, it's amazing, you know, just watching him coming out of Florida. And by the way, he played, uh, you know, he was only 20 years old as a rookie uh, until October. So he just turned uh, 21 uh, last, uh, last week, I think it was, or uh, the week before. So, uh, you know, he was a, he was a young player, uh, but got all kinds of athleticism. And again, I think he just, he really forces a defense to have a, a, a big number of, of defenders that can cover, cover him because they do such a good job moving him around. Hey, Robert, let's switch gears to the Buckeyes, and here's the really important question heading into this game. If the Buckeyes were only allowed to use me and Mikey McNuggets as their running backs this week, would they still win? <laughs> yes. Over Rutgers. <laughs> God, I'd pay to watch Just that. I would pay to watch only, yes. my, only me and McNuggets. Well, oh, you're the fullback. Yes, I'll clear yes. the scat back. Would they still win if we – I'm being serious. If only we were allowed to be running back, would would they still be able to overcome that and win the game? Um, you know, apart from, you know, people probably breaking down laughing in the huddle. Um, yes. You know, having some trouble <laughs> yeah. that way. I think I think it's still possible, man. It's just amazing to me watching, watching this <laughs> offense operate. I mean, what we've seen, uh, you know, with Egbuka – and Fleming and everybody knew coming into the season, you know, what you had with an injured Jackson Smith and Jigba now uh, and Marvin Harrison. I mean, and then having Cade Stover, they got some great nicknames, by the way. It's a farmer Gronk for Cade Stover, and then it's Pork Chop uh, for Mayan Williams. That's, <laughs> that's a, a great that's nickname, <laughs> Pork Chop. That's a, that's a damn – Pork Chop is perfect, isn't it? That's so a, is Farmer Gronk, really. Are, you, are they yeah, going to cover – What's that? Are they going to cover the forty-point spread? <laughs> no, that's a that's an interesting question. I you know I, I haven't watched a lot of uh, Rutgers this year, uh, but my guess is yes. I mean they could they could have you know put up twice as many points against Wisconsin. I'm guessing Rutgers isn't going to have too many answers. Or well, Greg points. Schiano revenge that, game, no? Robert, let me save you the yep. issue. You don't have to watch Rutgers. Trust me. Just save you. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they're like dead last in, in Division One in offense. Iowa I mean, scored two yeah, touchdowns that's a, you know, all that's season. A, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good point about the Shiano revenge thing. Uh, although he's probably more mad at Tennessee than he would be uh, at Columbus for what happened there. But yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think that I think I think they can pretty much call their number in this. It's just there's just way too much firepower. This is this is more of just kind of refining. Uh, the machine, if you will, uh, and it's it's looked pretty dang good so far. Robert, I don't know if you got to see much of the Michigan-Maryland game, but I was shocked that Maryland played with them the way they did. I mean, they spotted them seven points on the opening kickoff, and after that, they played even with them. Yeah, and didn't uh, – Talia uh, got hurt in that one, didn't he? He did, yeah. Yeah, and that – you know, that it kind of surprised me too, so – uh, you know this this Michigan team. I mean, you know, having having JJ in at quarterback, uh, you know, it, it obviously gives them you know a mobile option there, and, and the offense is firing. But yeah, defensively surprised me as well. And obviously losing the two big edge, edge rushers from a year ago, um, you know, they're going to be they're going to be giving up some points, which is going to make things interesting for the rest of the season. Yeah, they could not get pressure on the quarterback at all. It was stunning 
Yeah. I, their, their lack of pressure was just stunning to me. You know, this is a this is an oddball question, but um, I've been watching lately. Um, you know, I've been watching HBCU football, and, and I, I saw mm-hmm. Jackson State. And, did you see? Did you see? Did you see Jay Walker on yeah. any of the calls? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay, take- Jay's Jay's my guy. Jay was up in Minnesota. He was with us uh, with the Vikings back in '98, and uh, uh-huh. a friend of mine. I just talked to Jay a couple nights ago. He was a, he was he was a state rep up in Maryland. Uh, for a number of years, he stopped doing that, but he's been calling those games for a while now. Yeah, Where, I, but you I were talking about Jackson State. Yeah, Jackson State. Do you feel like is there any? Do you believe that HBCU could ever be ranked in the top twenty-five? That's a really good question. Uh, you know, it. I, I know Dion's done such a great job of recruiting there and kind of getting that program going. I mean. I'm trying to think now, have we ever seen like North Dakota State? I, I don't know that there were any rankings where those guys got in there. So it, it's, it's it, you know, it, it would be really difficult. And you'd have to have uh, scheduled and beaten some major teams to be able to do, do something like that in yeah. some of the Power Five teams. So it would be hard to do. By the way, Stroud has thrown through more touchdowns last week than the Rutgers quarterback's thrown all year. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> he's done that. He's done that twice. Probably, probably done it every week, right. hasn't he? Yeah. He's, done, he's actually game. done it three weeks. The last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more. <laughs> you know, we were sitting here laughing and giggling and watch Rutgers come in here and but put up a number. They got Rutgers. Uh, ESPN's got Rutgers with a 1.8 chance per, percent chance to win That's the game. That's 1.7. Yeah, they, they wow. also like had the Jets at 0.1 percent chance. So how that work out? Hey, no. Oh hey, yeah, at the I, end I, of the I, game, you talking about. Hey, AJ, those are the things you think, but that you don't say, right? Like, we got to just move past that one on the uh, 0.1% thing, it, man. Keep it moving. If Ohio <laughs> State did not play a single starter, would they win the game? No. Yes. I no, think they I would, right? No yes. starters if they play what? all backups? Yeah. There's still four yes. five-star kids. Wouldn't Ohio State still win, Robert? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Just not all back up. Yeah. All right, McNuggets okay. got something for you. Listen, erase this, kill this. If, if, if by some freak, and I don't think that we'll be close, <laughs> but if, if for some fluke, nobody thought Maryland was going to play Michigan the way they did. I did. No, no. They still didn't win yeah. though. Yeah, but Rutgers yeah, is. Yeah, but Maryland, Rutgers, but, Mar- but Maryland's but at least Maryland okay. Rutgers are just. I think, yeah, I think I mean, Rutgers I know beat Rutgers. Maryland last year. Yeah, but that was. I know. Nine. I was getting ready to say. I know that Rutgers <laughs> pulled some things off last year. A different team this year. Yeah. Go ahead, McNuggets. Robert, last one here. I know you were on the call for the Falcons Seahawks last week. You saw that Falcons offensive line in person. I was watching some of that game. If Mm -hmm. Miles Garrett can't play after what happened this week, how can the Browns get pressure on Mariota? And is this offensive line any good? Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, they're they're decent. Uh, They were able to get up there uh, against the Seattle team, and that you know, you it's it's a a defense in in Seattle that's you know kind of had some troubles. They just uh, you know, moved their scheme this year, brought in a new coordinator with uh, Clinton Hurd, and they've, they've changed things up a bit. And and so uh, Atlanta was able to run the ball effectively against them, but they're a pretty good offensive line. And, you know, a guy like Mariota, I think, you know, somewhat akin to Mitch Trubisky, uh, you know, has the ability to move around the pocket really well, but I think is even more dangerous in running the football. Now, Arthur Smith said that he wants to be careful about that uh, says he wants to win the war, not just these individual games, because he's thinking about Mariota's health as the season goes on. So they're going to try and protect him. But that's what you have to be really careful about in games like this, that when you're rushing a quarterback like uh, Marcus Mariota, that you just get to his depth 
and don't get past it because he's really good at climbing in the pocket, sliding, escaping, and even with some design runs and some zone read, you know, can put a lot of pressure on, on defenses. Robert, thanks, um, Robert. Thanks, thanks for your time for sure. Uh, you got a game this weekend or no? Yeah, we do. We're actually, we got Seattle again, this time up oh, in Detroit. Very cool. So, hey, Detroit's look good, good on offense. Mm-hmm. They Man, have, they, they really have. But they lost what Swift. They lost Swift. He's yeah, out for a yeah. while. Well, Although, they, got, they, got, they, got Jamal, they got Jamal Williams. Yeah, he's, he's played well. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, you know, having Swift out certainly uh, isn't going to help. And uh, Amon Ross St. St. Brown, a little banged up. We'll see, yeah. you know, if he's going to play in the game as well. But, uh they're all uh, they're all fun games to call, man. It's it's a pleasure. Next week we got uh, Philly at uh, Philly at Arizona, so that one's going to nice. be a lot of fun too. Very good. Well, <laughs> Thanks, enjoy the Robert. call, Robert. We'll see you next week. Thanks, man. All right, see you Robert guys. Smith on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Uh, that that kind of talk, I, I always try to squelch that because that scares me. We talk about what? can they win with me and McNuggets at running oh, back? Oh come can on! Can they win with all the backups? I you guys remember when I was. This was in the 70s. The Browns, the Browns were so bad. Everybody said Ohio State would kill the Browns. Would this kill them. Well, this that's and I'm like, come on, come Wait on, a let's this stop that kind of talk. That's yeah. college that's versus like, pro. Come on. Town. Well, I, I know I, you weren't even born I, yet. But I, here's what I, I'll do. Like that's a ridiculous. I, I, would, I would like. I would. Like, uh, it's kind of messed up. I would actually like to see that. Like the, all the backups. Like if, if all the backups. Like if, I think you're gonna say Ohio State. I don't want to see McNuggets. McNuggets who can take it out on a stretcher after one play. For the record, the reason me and we'd win that game with me and Bowl is they just wouldn't run the ball. They could just throw it to Buka. I want at least one carry. I want to see. I want to see get one carry. Can't they just block for me? Get me one yard? You're not getting. You gonna get the yard, but you gonna get punished for sure. You're gonna get right. I've taken some hits over the years. Not like this. I know not like this. You don't want that smoke. True or false? I want get one yard. Yeah, he get a yard. He get a yard. Okay. Behind, well, behind, to our next behind I actually don't line. think he get a yard. Listen, you get the ball. I could have 15 years ago. They, not would, now. they would push people off the line so they will far do it for me. that you can literally just and that's go one yard and dive down. Just fall down. <laughs> I, I would. I would like to see. Say for yeah. instance, somebody's the twos, right? So yeah. No, the number twos go against, all the like, backups against. I think Ohio State will probably still win by three touchdowns. No. You about the Browns? Yeah. Browns twos against Ohio State's. Oh, come on. It'd be closer. I think it'd be closer. Yeah, they're professionals. Yeah, they're, they're closer they're than you think. The it'd, only it'd time a, a college team could ever beat a pro team, if you had an elite college basketball team playing an NBA team that's completely tanking and is playing all G League guys just because they want to lose intention. I think it'd, it'd, be, the I think it'd be closer wow. than people think. I, I, especially if, they, if you got to think they ain't got a quarterback. They go, they'll, they'll be playing with, like, your backup. But if you take all dogs. of the Browns twos, all of them, mm-hmm. the majority of them were either draft picks because I mean, you, yeah. you, you there are unrestricted, there are uh, there are yeah. undrafted free agents on on everybody's rosters. Yes. But right. it's just a handful sprinkled in here and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Most of these guys were drafted. Will most of the Buckeyes be drafted? A and lot the of the answer no. to that is no. no, no, they won't. They probably have like maybe five. Well, six. but that's not. But most of the starters will be. Yeah, Some of so, the starters yeah. will be and most. The, would be a majority, and I don't know that. It, I would that's guess the, case. the majority is, but I would still guess that the Browns yeah, they, backups would pick their seven, ass. They've only had seven. Seven was the most players drafted by Ohio State in a single yeah, draft. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, but so. the starters are not all seniors; they, they're different classes. Sure, they are, but I mean that's seven. They, I, so if you if, yeah. if you just extrapolate that out, that's twenty. Is if you did seven right? a year, which seven right. is their record. Seven, okay, if you did seven not the a year, just most in recent. Okay, so that would be twenty-eight on the roster right now. Twelve of us drafted when I went. 
No, that was the right. And Jay, there's only 22 starters. That is the record. There's well, only 22 I, I, starters. Is in the last couple. I of would years. say the majority of I would say of the 22 starters for the Ohio State. Wouldn't you guess that more than 11 of them will be drafted? I would say it would probably be around 11. Or free agents, right? Here, it, well, yeah. that, that's the minutia. But still, the NFL backups will win. I, yeah, I, I just remember. Yeah. I think if, so if, if, I do, too. If Anthony Schwartz can score three years ago against, like, Texas A&M or something. He did obviously, on a triple reverse. I feel yeah. it. Obviously, it was, he's it better than he is right. was then. Yeah. Donovan Peoples-Jones should dominate. Like, he should, like. Right. Amari Cooper, I lied, sorry. They yeah. can, no, they well, you did turn. say the backups. Yeah, like, I mean, Amari Cooper wouldn't be playing. I mean, but, but uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. But if you took the... <laughs> he a starter. If you took the <laughs> second team... You'd be talking David Bell and Schwartz. If you took the yeah, 20... Yeah, they ain't beating anybody with David Bell and Schwartz. If you took the 25 <laughs> best players on Ohio State <laughs> and made them ineligible for this Rutgers game, okay. what would the final score be? Top 25 players on Ohio State, ineligible. What's the final score of the game? 21-14. They they went by two touchdowns still. Twenty one four. Ryan Day is a great offensive mind. So. Yeah, they still got yeah, you think he, you, you, you look nervous. Man. You get Jay gets so antsy about Listen, this conversation. I don't like talking about this nonsense <laughs> because I just watched Maryland, a team that it's Rutgers not, beat last week. Like, it's, be, it's, almost beat Michigan, who beat Ohio State last year. Last year, yes. What we got next? McNuggets, let's do this. We're doing Come on, true or false time. I haven't won forever. Yeah, let's play this game. Who got the belt last? Uh, you did. Oh, I did. I yeah, did. You did. You actually Tyvis is the first time. <laughs> Nobody's won twice. That, Ty, no, Tyvis now has won twice. Oh, you were the first two time winner. Tyvis is the two time champ. Going for three P. And also, he saw the question beforehand. I'm just saying. No, well, he didn't see the question. When I no, said he, I can't remember who the guy was that we're doing, he was like, Greedy Williams. Williams. He, didn't he put he didn't it in the rundown. I, it's his fault. Tyvis is not a cheater. No cheaters here. It wouldn't be fun winning if I cheated. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Let's go. Got it. All right, today's contestant is Greedy Williams. He hasn't been on the field yet this season, mm. but he is in our hearts and he is in it's our not game. in my heart. Shouldn't they have right. to be a player to, to do this? No, yeah. no, because we have to be able to find facts. That's more important than okay. whether or not they play. Number one, Greedy led the SEC in interceptions with six in mm. 2017. Mm. Go ahead, champ. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, champ goes first. <laughs> champ is here. Mmm, that's actually... <sighs> Come on, Tyvis. We don't get all day here. True. We got a show to go. What the hell? True. G? Um, six. I know he, he had a couple. I'm going to go with true. It's a lot of picks, though. That is a lot of picks for a corner. But it's the SEC. They throw up the ball a lot. So. He got some picks that year. You're going to answer or you want me to go? go. We'll go. I'm going to say that's false. I'm going true. Survey says, Jay, the only one to miss that one. It is true. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 I see what we're going to do now. That was dope. The first one was true. That, that okay. was like Snoop Dogg in that commercial. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> that Number was two, and I hope I pronounced this correctly, Greedy's real name is actually Andres. 
I really don't know that answer. False. 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 <laughs> yeah, Andrea seems too, too, too ethnic. <laughs> too Wait, ethnic. Let's see. It's true. Oh, we all got it, <laughs> wrong. All got it wrong. His real name's Andres, if I'm pronouncing that right. But it's spelled correctly. That is fact. Let's get to the next one. We should have known it was true because if Mike had made it up, he probably would have been he would have pronounced it yeah, however he wanted. Uh, yeah, like true. I should have I should have known I should have mm. knew who was. Who I'm was now in your guys' head with these. We are. That, You're all right. Let's go. Okay. True or false? Greedy won the Jim Thorpe Award in 2018, which is given to the nation's top defensive back. False. False. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. That's false. I thought it was a uh, false. I th wasn't it Dale Pitt? Let's see it. You're right, it was Delpit, his teammate. His teammate, good catch. Mm -hmm. So, stuff. so far, through three questions. I'm just based on what I've seen from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that was, Ain't no <laughs> way that dude won the Thorpe. <laughs> that, was not, that is not a Thorpe-looking guy. But he did leave. Questions. He, he let it in. Else, you need to cut one. it out. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, let's get to question number four. Greedy's older brother, Rodarius, was a sixth-round pick by the New York Giants in 2021. I think I think that's true. I think it's false. I think it's true. One of you guys is right. <laughs> the other All right, you on your stuff today. You must be getting some sleep. He got an older brother. Rodarius. Andreas and Rodarius. That seems like <laughs> that, that seems together. Seems it's like, point. He could have a brother named Rodarius, but yeah, was he a six round pick? That's what I'm, I'm gonna say yes, he was. Dang. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. So. Bull went false. You three went true. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I say true. Yeah. Let's see it. It's true. Once again, up top. Ooh, thank mm. God. I was scared. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, we are halfway through. Let's she had good analysis one. on that one. Yeah. That Rodarius and Andrea sounded a lot alike. Greedy led his high school to back to back state titles in Louisiana as the star quarterback. <laughs> Shoot. Man. Oh, that's tough. Is this because I could see it being true? Is this five? That type of stuff be happening, man. Yeah, but like I, he don't look like he don't look like he throw the ball. Yeah, he, don't, he must have been running wildcat. False, man. False. Wow. And it's Louisiana too. They like, got good quarterback players. That's false. I'm sorry. Don't disrespect Jay? me, but you can't throw no football. <laughs> I've got to get back in this, and they're both <laughs> one ahead of me right now. You, you, but answering it wrong isn't going to do it. It's canceling you out. So I'm just going to stay <laughs> one behind you guys because that ain't no way that's true. <laughs> true, Mikey McNuggets. <laughs> Give me the winner, baby. <laughs> Let's see if Bull can stand alone and gain some ground or no. <laughs> He's digging a hole. You know what? I When I made uh, that question, I didn't think about the fact that quarterbacks get hit a lot in high school football. Yeah. Greedy definitely can't take hits. Like, no. so. That sounded so ridiculous. I thought it was so ridiculous it had to be true. He would have been hurt by week three both I years. know it didn't make any sense, so I was going with the opposite on that. Yeah. Not, how many, how many more we got me. to go? Two. Uh, Damn. Uh, we have two or three left. I suck now. We have this three game. left. Oh, shoot. Let's the next one. I'm, Gee, I'm scared. <laughs> Greedy's grandfather gave him the nickname Greedy Didi as a child after babysitting him as an infant. True. I think that's false. I think his grandmother gave it to him. I'm gonna, where are we going? We're going to defer at this one. <laughs> yeah. That sounds made up. I'm saying false. Uh, <laughs> damn. I know. I know. 
I just don't know grandfathers Please. that are babysitting. Like, 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 you know, like, like my myself. daughter is that not is, leaving Hayes Marie with me. That is like, true. She's leaving Hayes Marie with that, my that, wife. Grandmothers is, is more hands-on. Like, men can't babysit? Uh, uh, traditionally, we don't. Uh, I, I mean, so I'm going to say that's false. That's true, too. Tyvis said true. The other three said false, correct? My goodness. Tyvis, you're going to be in the lead or you're dropping. Let's see it, Steve. Yeah, let's go. Was right let's on. go. What's the standing? The grandmother. Here? The nickname's real. The grandmother gave him greedy Dee Dee, oh, not wow. the grandfather. Mm. What's the? Uh, you get extra points. That's a good extra points for that. Updated standings. G Bush has five correct. Mm. Jay Tyvis have four, and Bull has three. With two to go. I'm mm. coming for you. You know I'm, I'm coming for you, you biggin. You know I don't sleep. I no to sleep. <laughs> I'll be all documentaries and cartoons. I gotta and go opposite. Of, I gotta go opposite of him now. Okay, let's take the next one. We have two left. <laughs> someone read. The, someone read the greedy bio, bro. Greedy Someone's was the five first and all right LSU now. player to lead the SEC in interceptions since Craig Stelts in 2007. Oh, man. Now listen. DBU. There's a lot of dudes in there. It's a lot of Patrick Peterson. Didn't Ty Matthew? I mean, Tyran. I, I would Morris think he would have led. Honey That's a straight up false. <laughs> we got one false. I'm going opposite of G. Was the first? Of you? <laughs> That's such cheating, Ty. You Come should on give now. your answer. You first. guys should say the answers at the same time. <laughs> I'm gonna say true. Dang, I was gonna say true too. I got true too. Hey, I'm saying false. Hey, G. Let's see it. Survey says it's true. Hey, he's six I and zero. Oh. He's six and oh, no. I got one wrong. Got one wrong. I, I got one wrong. You did? I, I didn't get one wrong. He said false. Uh, uh, no. So the worst you could do now right. is tie. So let's see the last one. I just knew he was going to say false. Greedy was only the second LSU freshman to make the All SEC team since 1986. If we have a tiebreaker, the tiebreaker is. Can you guess the other? I guarantee you can. I'm going the opposite of G, obviously. I'm saying true. I'm going the opposite of G. <laughs> False. Yeah, LSU is real good. I, 86 is years and years ago. I'm going to go with false. True. Somebody else. Somebody Please, else God, let it be true. So, if this is true, we have a tie. It's a three-way tie. Let's see it. Please, no, two-way. Yes! It is true! Go! All right, so you guys are tied. We need yes! G and Tyvis are tied. <laughs> so, wait. The, the tiebreaker was, can you name the last one? Okay, so, yes. Oh. There's no way you're going to guess. I'll give you three names. If you could pick one of the three. What's the question? Who was the other freshman? I finished one behind, right? I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, you're one behind. You guys can play here, too. Okay. okay. You, right. you giving us three names? I'm going to give you three names. Give me one second. I got two off the top of my head. I got to think of a third one. Just y'all talk so much. I'm thinking 1986 talk. LSU Tigers. I don't think they were very good Man, in 86. Man, you did well today. I mean, I, it it well, I, I think G quarter. was winning until the final round, so he should get the first pick on this, in my yeah, opinion. He, yeah, he should get, be able to. First pick in the multiple choice. Oh, this what is kind multiple of stuff choice? is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can make the same pick. I, lo I lost true. once they said Are you guys ready? All right, go yeah. Ahead. We got four names. Four names for you. Sheesh. Yeah. Honey Badger. I'm not picking him. Leonard Fournette. Brad Wing. And Patrick Peterson. Dang. I got it. What is the question? I'm not going to answer. I don't know. Who is the other freshman yeah. to make the All SEC team? Yes. Or the other LSU player to make the All SEC team as a true freshman for LSU since 1986. Your options: Patrick Peterson, Brad Wing, 
Leonard Fournette and Tyron Matthew. I got it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Um, Don't say it. I'm. I'm gonna go with Leonard Fournette. I'm gonna go with Brad. Brad Wing. It is Brad Wing. Wow! wow. The people's wow. champ. He came back and Who got kind of cheated his way by just going opposite of G. Bush on the last one? No, you guys weren't paying attention. I'll tell you why. On that last question, he said, "If it's we gotta, true, we got to get the name." The tiebreaker is who was the last one, and you'll never get it. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, yeah. yes, it's true because we're never going to get it. Brad Wing plays. And which we gotta, one? We got to get this. He was We got to get this remade to wow. say. Wow. Nonetheless, hey, you Steve, get a close up. Ivis the champ again. On, three times. I think he's won three in a row. The only three time champ. You know? No, because I won three weeks. Oh, you were the last one to win. Without a victory. Hey, man. But I think he's won three of the last four. Hey, I feel like Phil Mickelson right now. I just keep coming in second. <laughs> I, you know what I mean? I or got the some, Buffalo Bills. Right. Man. Yeah, I mean, good gracious, man. Couldn't finish, man. You're Scott Norwood. Could, just couldn't finish. That's Balls. all. Tyvis will pick. have to answer his questions first next week. What is that? that smart. What is that? As a champ, I think that's fair. What is that about? You know what we should rule. do is write our answers. Had, and then no, 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 no. That's how we should do it. We get four whiteboards. Four whiteboards. No. Yes. We get four whiteboards. There you go. We, we write, write them and turn it at the same this time. This is pathetic. Man, we got to do <laughs> Hey, hey. Cause so because I won, I cheated. And that was, hey. y'all, you know, I'm about to walk off. No, hey, we're not talking about cheating. What y'all trying to say? Wait a second. Y'all saying I'm manipulating No, no, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This has nothing to do with you specifically. It, we've all done this at the end of games. Yeah. And it's... It, you know the score. You're yeah, right. it out. Oh, you answered true. Now I'm going to say false. I, right. Because I got to make up that. ground. I, yeah. No, the <laughs> fair just, way to do it is like the dating game. Yes. You Look, write it down on the wow. whiteboard. What we call Boom. it's called. Like, no, you, coach, we're going to print out say, true or false you cards. You bird dog Yes. That's a good idea. True or false on a stick. bird dog the drill. Put them on a stick. Yeah. yeah exactly. We'll, we'll make and, sticks. Yep. And 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 uh, one, two, three, go. Yeah. You know, yep. whatever. I like Ty, that. Ty just be playing off off cards, and he he, <laughs> he over there, and then he gonna jump around. You knew the dig was coming, Tyvis. We showed you in the car. Uh, Tyvis deserves the love he won. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it's good. Well deserved. Well deserved. Not only is he a national champion, he is the true and false pre-card champion. If you yeah. need to know something about the Browns, I'm the man to know. <laughs> Ask your boy. <laughs> I will I say, as, <laughs> as silly as true and false is, this has become one of my favorite parts Love of the week. Love it. Love it. Take it Love so seriously. Hell yeah, we take it seriously. And so does the YouTube chat, by the way. The YouTube chat is as involved as you guys are. And Good. shout out to, I saw uh, Randy Capel says he went 7-1. and one. April says she went 4-4. Four and four. Some other people went five and three. Some Somebody got a moderate three and five. Day. April's being honest. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm not bragging about like that seven and one guy. He's probably making that. Like, come on, man. He come said on, he goes. I'm gonna just say one, so they don't think I'm really lying. At eight <laughs> yeah, hours. right, right. <laughs> well, they, uh, they, they got they googling it. Speaking <laughs> of the champ and the whiteboard, you don't have anything you want to break down for us play wise nope. from, from Thursday. They, it was good. You know they did a lot. Oh, except of, for that onside kick, it was another yeah, debacle. Yeah, that was. Uh, well, you, you and I were talking, and you said they might be coaching it that way. Yeah. Right? So I Why would you crazy. coach it that way? Let that guy come free. So what happened was, I told you, I talked to my special teams coordinator. I called him. Was like, yo. What, what's going on? Like, what is this about? Is they doing this right? He laughed at it and he said, he said the only two ways you would do that is if the, if they're kicking from the far hash, the ball usually doesn't travel all the way to the sideline, so they kind of let that guy go. And the second reason would be if they just don't believe that the kicker has a strong enough leg. Both cases, the ball has made it to the sideline two weeks in a row. So I, I don't think understand you, the strong enough leg. These guys are kicking off the football seventy yards in uh, the air. It's, it's strong supposed, enough. Well, it's leg. supposed to hop though. 
Yeah. A lot of people are supposed to it's supposed to boom 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 and bounce up right. so it's a jump ball. Yeah, but that isn't that just the luck of the bounce? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. How to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would think all these guys have strong enough legs. It's weird. By the way, speaking kickers. of long kicks, do you remember today is the anniversary? I don't know if you guys remember this. What no, when Lane Kiffin had Sebastian Janikowski attempt like a 75-yard field goal against, <laughs> against the wind. It wasn't even in Denver or anything. I don't know if you guys remember this. And then he got fired like Did, right at, I don't know. It was right was after it, the game. Was it even close? No, no, no. He didn't no. get to the goal line. The guy, the, the guy who, one of the defenders caught the ball at like the 10-yard line. <laughs> and that's returnable. I yeah. got to look that up. That, I've that never seen that one. Lot. It did it, used to happen but, a lot. People would line up because right, people and start it, returning them kicks. Right. right. Yeah. So now like, nobody like, can make a – especially, like, I guess if you, have, like, if you have Justin Tucker in Denver, maybe you could try a 70-something-yard Well, usually, field goal. The, you know, the way it works is, and Jay Feely told us this when he was yeah. on, kickers will – they'll kick pregame right. both ways, and then they'll, the coach will say – have a little conversation with them. What's your range going this way? What's your range going right. that way? And the kicker is supposed to honestly tell them, I was consistently making from 61 into the wind, and I was 65, you know, with the wind at my back or whatever. I can't imagine that Janikowski actually. Who was a really good kicker, obviously. Well, he had a. He had, he was drafted in the first. Can you imagine drafting a kicker? I don't care how good the kicker is. That's crazy. The Raiders first guy in the first round, and, and it was it was genius. And the, He's a Hall of Fame kicker. Yeah, it's still they he was the best in the game. Seventy-five yard field That's goal crazy. in the game. That's nuts. I've never heard That's of that. That's nuts. Hey guys, now you gotta, if it's at the end of the game and it's your only chance, I would still rather try a hail mary. Right. That's worse than the Denver Broncos doing that in, in week one. Here it is. I'm gonna yeah, well, they watch that. We got yeah. Dave Richards in five minutes, so real quick, we got to make sure we uh, touch on a little Guardians okay. and how we want to see them. I know they lost last night. Yeah. Uh, so real, real quick, while they're doing this, we put up the Post Malone tweet I had yesterday at the concert. The mm -hmm. guy sitting in front of me, let's take this on Tagboard Fall, was watching the game cast of the Guardians. Was the entire, he really? The entire, I had to take a video of him. Was on the game cast the entire time. That is the most dedicated fan. I don't know if he hates Post Malone and got dragged there, but shout out to that guy, whoever you are. A real yeah, because that was a Guardians fan. I didn't even watch the whole game. I was just popping in and out. Once once Bieber gave up the lead and it was four to one, I, I pretty much said, you know, I, they're gonna they're gonna just they're throwing them in the towel. I actually watched it through the, do, do the tenth inning. I picked I it back sleep. up and the eighth when they tied yeah. it. I mean, is this is this a bad thing? If they go on a long losing streak, will you freak out? I don't want to see a long losing streak. No, no you, you never don't want do. to see that. You never do. But and but, he did use Klasse and Karinchek in the game last night. No, he's Karinchek. No, I said he, oh, I he thought did. You said he didn't. Okay. No, sorry, yeah, he yeah. did. He used both. I think this time of the year for these, he's cracking up because I showed him the Janikowski. <laughs> it, it actually was fielded at like the five. <laughs> it not wasn't the 10, even close. It wasn't even close. <laughs> okay, so it traveled seventy yards. It did. Uh, or no, sixty-five. Six, no, fifty-five because the, the end zone. Came, well, about sixty. It traveled about sixty yards. This man's crying. Right. But <laughs> I can't believe it he went and it was way, and it was way off. I showed him the Janikowski seventy-five yards. But it wasn't even close. Yeah. No, it was fielded at the five. <laughs> did they take and it back for a touchdown? And it was on the outs. No, and it was and it was not even between the goalposts. It was on the five and twenty sideline. truly went out there This man is crying. Man. This man is crying. <laughs> got real tears on his face right now. I, had the, I almost I feel like, can we tag board that? Kick it, man. Was that oh, a tweet anywhere? No, it, it's game for yeah. the That was oh, prior man. to tweet. But, oh, <laughs> so funny that he's <laughs> But, Jay, here's the challenge of this week and why the Guardians are very lucky to have Terry Francona. Because this nine-day stretch where you're playing essentially meaningless games. Right, eight game yeah. stretch. Well, you're playing essentially meaningless <laughs> games. They can't, they are in the three seed. There's yep. nothing they can they're do to change, change this, right? Oh, we know they're playing at home. The only thing undetermined is who they're playing, and they have no say in that. Right. So, 
you, Terry Francona has to find a balance in the next eight days, and it's a fine line between rest and rust. That's exactly yeah. what I wrote down and, on my sheet. Right, exactly and that's a tricky line to find, but because he has all this experience, you trust him to do, do it the right way. Yeah, well, what, what hey, did I write? Rest versus rust. Versus yeah. rust. That, that's what this is, and right. you know what? There's no one I'd rather have guiding that no ship one. than Tito. Nobody. He's been there before. He understands it. I like that he played that game to win. I think he's going to play all of these games to right. win. Right. That doesn't mean he's not going to put some kids in right. and give some guys rest. Right. But the one thing you don't want to do is limp into the playoffs on a four-game no. losing streak. You I play to it. win. The only thing is, you know, I'm not using class A on back-to-back days. I'm nope. not going to do that. I'm not going to, you know, if, if my starting pitcher is at 90-something pitches, I'll take him out an inning early. <clears> but – for the most part, I'm playing to win these games. I would I not. Yeah, there's like there's different defcons. You know, like if, yeah. if, they, if these if they were still fighting for the. By the way, the White Sox are ten games behind the, That's the Guardians. <laughs> That's, That's crazy. Now. Is that not nuts? They, yeah, yeah. They're ten games out. They was just. They, right they opened there. a series last week where they could have left with a one game deficit. Yeah. That's how quickly it goes. And they just the, the Guardians put their foots on the throats of the yeah. Twins and the White Sox, Love and it. now they earn this rest right. coming in. You don't want to manage these like they're all meaningful games and you got to win them to get into the playoffs. Right. You don't want to go pedal to the metal because you can throw your engine that way. Right. But you also don't want to take your foot completely off the gas because you can sputter into the playoffs. Right. I would you say don't want to treat them as spring training You want games. to manage these games as if it's the middle of the season. You want to win them. Right. But there's nothing but that's not urgent. But not at all costs. Nothing yes. is your, your hair's on fire. So you keep you, – you want to use Class A not as often as you might have in a pennant race right. or a stretch run. But you don't want him to sit there and go four days without any work at That's all right. either. That's and right. I think, I, I, look, whatever we say here doesn't matter. Terry knows exactly how to navigate right. these waters because he's done it. Yeah. He's been there. And I think that he's going to do the right thing. And this, I said yesterday, the hardest thing in baseball to do is to play on the edge of greatness for more than a month. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've seen teams, we've <clears> seen <throat> Guardians and Indians teams in the past. The Guardians are doing it right now. They're 20 and 4 in their last 24. Mm-hmm. They're on the edge of greatness right now. You can't stay there for two months. It's too big of an ask. Right, right, right. So I'm okay with this eight game stretch. Yep. Win four, lose four. You don't want to go one and seven. You don't. I also don't think you want to go seven and one. Right. Because if you go seven and one, that means over your last 35 games, you lost four times. Yep. I'd still rather them go seven and one than, than one and seven. I, I, I'm with you on that <laughs> because you don't want to have to. You know, rinse out your mouth with a bad taste. Of <laughs> Have a nice seven. four and four. Get to ninety wins and let's go to the playoffs. Perfect. That is absolutely where you want <laughs> yeah. to finish. That's where you want to finish. And, Dave. Okay. Before we bring in Dave, one one thing I wanted to uh, look at, which we haven't no, really talked get, about, and Dave, we'll, we'll be right with you. The do we know is does it more likely than not that the Mariners are going to finish in that three spot? It, I mean, they're in the three spot now. What's the difference between them, game, Toronto, and Tampa Bay? It, they're a game and a half behind Tampa, but only one in the loss column. Okay. One, I've said is. the team that scares me is Tampa. They just do. Mm-hmm. Cash has, has has played very well. He's managed yeah. very well. They're yeah. friends. I I, you said the Guardians can't control anything. The one thing they can well, control is, yeah, is making sure that they don't see Tampa Bay in the first that's round true. by losing the next two. I'd rather not that Terry would tank. I agree with you. I'd rather play Toronto than Seattle, but I don't think it's going to happen, especially because Seattle just got Suarez back. And they're probably going to get Julio Rodriguez back before the playoffs. I, I thought they they said he would, they would have him back. They would, yeah, they yeah, yeah, they will. Oh, I thought you said probably. I thought they've definitively said he. he oh, I don't know if it's def- well. I never, until he's back, I'm not going to say no, definitive. You, but they right. they are expecting him back. I yeah. want Seattle. I don't want Tampa Bay. I don't Toronto. Want Tam- I would take Toronto too. I agree, but I'm probably Tampa not going to beat Toronto. 
All right, Dave, uh, it's Waiver Wire Wednesday. Fantasy and football time. We're basically going to go to viewers, right? I finally won questions. in this league, Dave. Yeah, I got, finally. No, I got a question. I, I got, heard. I got one question for you. Yeah. Do I start yes, Miles Sanders at my flex or Hunter Winfro? Hunter Winfro I don't know if playing? Winfro's – Yeah, I'm not sure if he's playing. He suffered a concussion two games ago against Arizona. Oh, so. He's going to stay that's on top a, of things. That's a one-week I think it's going to end up being Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got him with points like he playing, so, you know. Okay, are we going to take questions from, from we're gonna take viewers? We got a couple coming in. But yeah, let me – I got a couple questions yeah, today let's first. Go with us first. Dave, let's talk, let's talk about the waiver wire here because this week it's big. We got some key injuries at running back. But yep. we don't know for sure. So, like, obviously it seems like David Montgomery's out this week. Obviously – well, DeAndre Swift's out for a while. But Jamal Williams is probably on a lot of teams already anyway. With, with yep. the Bears, you got Khalil Herbert, who we've been talking about. I just traded for him yesterday. I've been trying to trade for him for weeks. I traded what for him What did yesterday. you – I'm curious. I, I just traded him away in a league. I'm curious what you gave up to get him. I, I traded DeAndre Swift. Uh, it, no, it's a bigger <laughs> trade. It's a bigger trade. <laughs> who the relax. hell took that trade, Brad? Wait a second. Relax. It's not just DeAndre Swift. First of all, DeAndre Swift is mm. out for at least a month. I traded, yeah. I traded DeAndre Swift and Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, for Mike Williams, Khalil Herbert, and Devin Singletary. Wow, that's a mega deal. deal. Why did that is. Deal? This guy, it's in my my keeper? My, uh, my keeper league. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it's a keeper. No, it's it's pretty close to fair. I it's think that that's I think it's a, a fair that's a deal. deal. It's a fair deal. Sure. I think I don't trust I Swift's so. injury. He was hurt a lot last year. I love him. He's great, but you know. Anyway, but who are you taking of those run? You know, I, uh, you got Alexander Madison. Although it looks like Dalvin Cook's going to play. Uh, yep. what, what, what are we doing on the waiver wire? Because that's that's maybe the first time people spend big money here. No, I got another one. Too. Well, first of all, if, if you've already missed out on Khalil Herbert and Jamal Williams and Alexander Madison, you're you're not going to like what's left on the waiver wire. No. We're talking about guys like J.D. McKissick or Samaj mm. P. Ryan. Uh, I still think it's worth trying to sash Brian Robinson, who might be back as soon as next week as the lead running back for the Commanders. But I think instead of trying to get those guys off the waiver wire, if you can still find them, God bless you, trade for them. They're going to get moved a lot. Uh, you talked about Bull acquiring Khalil Herbert. Yeah. I traded Khalil Herbert away in a deal that right. got me Tyreek Hill. Again, Ooh. not a one-for-one -one deal like you made. Yeah. But I traded – it was Khalil Herbert and Keenan Allen basically for Tyreek Hill. Oh, my God. Great fine trade. about that type yeah. of move. I, I think it's going to be fine. But I also think that if Montgomery's out for a long period of time, or, and, and there's a couple of internet doctors that say that he may have suffered a high ankle sprain. If that's the case, Herbert could be a league winner. And somebody that you, you trade for yep. on the cheat now, or pick up off the waiver wire, or even back in August, draft him and throw him on your bench, and he ends up being the best running back in Chicago after all this season. He's got it in him. You saw it last week. He looked amazing. He looked pretty good in week one, too. But I, I think you've got to pivot toward a wide receiver if you're trying to pick up guys off the waiver wire. Still out there in a bunch of leagues. Zay Jones with Jacksonville. Greg Dortch with Arizona. Isaiah McKenzie with the Bills. Those guys are going to continue to get picked up in a bunch of leagues. And I think they're all at least bench-worthy, if not flex-worthy. In full PPR, you can make the case for someone like Zay Jones or Greg Dortch ahead of, I don't know, Miles Sanders maybe. Yeah. My only concern about Greg Dortch is uh, once DeAndre Hopkins comes back. Is that – you worried about sure. that? Of course, but yeah. I, I think Arizona's defense is terrible. It is. And I think their offense yeah. is going to have to throw quite a bit. And if James Conner goes, then they're not going to have much of a run game. Yeah. If that happens, which means it's going to all fall on Kyler's shoulders. 
and it could be a, a pass heavy offense, much like we've seen from Buffalo and kind of sort of from Baltimore this season already. And if that's the case, then anybody who's getting targets in Arizona could be good. I, I think Hopkins return will hurt Zach Ertz the most of anybody in Arizona. Dorch probably next after that, but it's three weeks away from happening. So picking up Greg Dorch now, you might be cutting him in three weeks, but in PPR, he should be good for at least 13 points a game. Uh, uh, Dave, we got a couple uh, internet wait, questions. G had a question. G had a question. Oh, sorry, G, go no, first. Uh, Matt Collins. Come on, G. Um, yeah, got, mm-hmm. this, I mean, this guy, he's had, As long as Renfro's out. I mean, good yeah. gracious. I mean, he comes, he has the most targets over, you know, Devontae Adams. Is this guy, is that sustainable or is that a, a, a one-week wonder type thing? I think it's going to be more of a one-week wonder type thing than a sustainable thing. This guy's been in the league for a long time. He's had the potential for games like this, but he makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, he just didn't do that very much last week. When Renfro comes back, he's going to have that slot role locked up. I'm not sure how many targets will be there for Matt Collins, and it would be it would be pretty crazy if Matt Collins is the guy that takes numbers away from Darren Waller and Devontae Adams this year. That's what we saw last week. I wouldn't count on it happening very often. Hey, Dave, is this the best back-to-back? I mean, Lamar Jackson the last two weeks has had two of the most yeah. monstrous fantasy games ever. I, in this one high-scoring league I do, my keeper league, he's gotten over 70 points two weeks in a row. Yeah. I, I don't think that's ever happened for Easy. anybody. Two weeks in a row. These leagues of yours are, are crazy. In in normal are. mortal leagues <laughs> Who are you that we the rest of us play in, yeah, he's still getting forty points plus. And yeah, that's one. And I mean, he's a cheat code because he runs yeah. the ball so well, and the Ravens don't have a reliable run game. And I don't think they want one at this point. I think it's all going on Lamar's shoulders, and I think he keeps it going. He's probably the second hottest quarterback in fantasy right now, behind Josh Allen. Allen just threw for four hundred yards, and no one's talking about it. They're talking about. Yeah. Lamar Jackson and how great right. he's looked. That's true. And Jason has them both, which is wild. Jesus. So We blew that. Go ahead. All right, time to tell us what the internet is asking. Dave, we got a bunch of questions for you, but whenever we ask the internet for advice or questions, it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wycliffe, Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. These are some uh, stardom sit Dave. Keep it moving. Sure. Keep it moving. This from Kenny yes. Miller. Darren Waller or David Njoku? Waller over Njoku. Uh, but I did like – listen, if he's going to keep getting those I've short area both. targets, he will be good for fantasy. I think it was really more of a coverage thing for Njoku and why he did so well. Well, Waller is more up. It, it, you know what? Let's drill down on that. What do you mean by that? Just he took advantage. The Browns took advantage of the coverage that they were seeing. Basically, that what what I was seeing is is a defense in the Steelers that didn't want to give up the big play. Right. You know, spoiler, they did to Cooper, but they also didn't want to give up some runs. And bad news, they did. Chubb had a huge game. Yeah. And so when that's happening, it leaves the middle of the field open. Njoku was an easy target. It's not like he was running downfield very often. He was right. getting dink and dunk passes he from did, Jacoby yeah. Brissett. And, and I, I think when they play defenses, and they're playing another one this week in the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, he's he's going to be available, and he'll be good for fantasy rosters. All right, next question is from Marcel Pettiford. Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray? Burrow is a top-four quarterback for me this week. I think that the Bengals smash up the Dolphins. Remember, this Dolphins defense on the field for 92 snaps last <sighs> Sunday in the heat. Emotional win. Now they're on the road on a short week. I think the Bengals have their way with them. 
Next question is from Browns fan sixty nine. Full PPR flex spot. Tyler Lockett. Is that Winovich? <laughs> Tyler Lockett, Damian Pierce, or Devonta Smith? Damian Pierce had a nice game. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So did Devonta he, Smith. He, he did. He did. And Devonta Smith had a nice game too. I think I would go with Smith, especially because it's PPR, just by a nose over Lockett, and both of them ahead of Pierce because it's full PPR. And lastly, this is from Benjamin Perichon. Perchon. Amari Cooper, Drake London, DK Metcalf for my wide receiver two this week. I, I think London is probably still the best way to go. I, I certainly love what I've seen from Amari Cooper. I just don't know if I can trust all those targets to be there. Tyvis was just asking me, Dave, Khalil Herbert or Kareem Hunt. I told him Khalil Herbert this week, right? Yeah, as long as Montgomery's out, Not that's playing. the easy yeah. answer. Yeah. The nice thing about Hunt is he's getting 15 touches a week, um, but if he doesn't score, he's, he's going to struggle. And Atlanta, for, for what it's worth, they're pretty okay against the run. They haven't really been tested. I think they'll get tested right. more by Chubb than they will by Kareem. All right, Dave. Good stuff as always, buddy. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank Appreciate you, Dave. It. Thanks, brother. Wait you got it, Wednesday. guys. Good luck in your leagues this week. Dave, Thanks, Dave. Dave. Bull, Dave. Bull, you finally got off the schneid. I got off the schneid. You got the win. Who'd you beat? Anthony. He's in dead last. <laughs> well, G. Bush. At least it's not G. you. Bush beat me. Did Brad win again? Is no, Brad... Jason beat him. Okay. Who? Who does? Who? You're three and zero. You know what it is. Yeah. All right. You know what it is. I think G's in first because he tiebreaker. He's got more points than Jason. No, Jason. Jason's in first. I played points. Jason this week and he's got the one. Okay. Next to him, so yep. I played. I'm yeah. middle of the pack, even though my records one Austin, or two. I got good points. Austin Hedges getting thumped Man. down there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's dead last. Oh, and three, bro. What is going Man, on? Do you have the least amount of points, also, Anthony? <laughs> no. Who's got the least? We'll look it up in a sec. Okay. But while we do that, yeah. Let's uh, let's hang out with Isaiah Mobley for a second. Yes. Do it. 60 seconds 60 with Isaiah ticks. Mobley, who was a lot of fun. Let's talk to uh, right, Isaiah. Let's, let's take see it. see this. The other Mobley. Yes. The other. Another 60 seconds from Cavs Media Day, this time with Isaiah Mobley. Isaiah, favorite movie of all time? Uh, training Day. Ooh. If someone was to play Isaiah Mobley in a movie, which actor is playing the role? Um, Denzel. Will Smith. I was going to say Will Smith. I thought he was going to say Denzel because he just um, mentioned Jeff Training Hardy. Day. If you didn't play basketball, what sport would you play? I would play football. What position? Tight end. Would anyone be able Ooh. to stop you on a red zone third and seven fade route? Uh, no, I just put in the air. I, I can handle it. I think. <laughs> Browns fan yet? Uh, I'm becoming one. Been a couple games and I'm enjoying. It. I love the, the fans here. What's the dog pound like? Uh, they're exciting. They they get going. They get rowdy, and I love it. Favorite vacation spot? Um, the Bahamas. Ice coffee, hot coffee. Tea for me, actually. A tea drinker? Who would have thought? <laughs> Two more there. Best way to cook a potato. Um, fry it. Fry it? Yeah. Once again, the right answer. Two for two. And last but not least, dream dinner guest. You get two of them. Who are you taking? And you can't say your brother, your family. Right. I'll probably take uh, Denzel Washington, and then I would pick um, – I'll pick Denzel Washington, and I'll say Jay-Z. Wow. This is the first time we actually did 60 seconds in 60 seconds. That's Isaiah Mobley, Cavs rookie. Thanks, Isaiah. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh, oh, he went for the professional grip. Yeah, 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 he went yeah. for the program. Yeah, he learned. Hey, wait till y'all see the Daff with Donovan tomorrow. Mm. Daff is smooth with Donovan. Well, wait, wait. Can we do, so when we're all done, we need to get some sappy music and just do all the, the handshakes. All the all handshakes. The handshakes. <laughs> we, we could put it together. By the all way, right. a couple of odd things out of that. Number one, I don't Who know. Who knew that he... <laughs> Who knew what? When he goes, what was it, coffee or drink? <laughs> Who knew that you were a tea drinker? Like, because so I've never stunned. spent one second thinking so about that. So stunned about him being a tea drinker. <laughs> I was Number two, there were at least two times where I thought Mike was going to smash the microphone into his I, mouth. I was, too. I was worried you were going <laughs> to knock close. a tooth out. Listen, listen, this is not my first road. I know, but it was close. You, you were just flinging it around like, well, oh, God, he's going to hit him. Listen, when you guys hear, his audio sounded great because yeah. I almost hit him. Donovan's tomorrow a little yeah. Listen, the, the mic was over there's, here. Yeah. There's a little, you know, there's certain guys you could screw up their teeth if you hit them with it. You're probably okay. Yeah, not Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. I'm not no. getting banned. So we oh don't God. No. How was Donovan tomorrow. Mitchell 60 seconds? Was that good? You'll hear tomorrow. Yeah. But yes, he had a blast. He's a good time with us. By the way, his, I'm uh, a- his answer, I asked him, I'm not going to tell you what he said, but I asked him if you could have any animal as a sidekick, what animal would you Ooh. pick as your sidekick and why? His answer is phenomenal. By the way, it's good. Wow. Good question, too. Two, Thank you very much. Two other things. One, I'll call myself out on this. For some insane reason I was expecting him to talk with a foreign accent I have no idea why <laughs> he's from Los Angeles bro. I know that well there's, there's no reason there at all I don't know why you, you know his family members I know that that's so weird. I'm just calling myself out on it. It makes no sense. I have no reason for that I don't know why in my brain I was expecting a Do you foreign think he was accent Australian I have no idea Wow. I know his brother. I've heard him talk. That's he has interesting. No accent. Well, you, I just for you some reason, and I had to share that with you, even though it's embarrassing. Because I did. keep it real. Is, is. Yeah, you do. You do keep N- it number real. Number two, we need to at some point have pick, pick like who would play all of us in a movie. Oh, Everybody wow. on the team. Yeah, good. right. Like that's we can't do that in a minute here. But like, no, we need to have a thorough conversation about. My father that. would play me in a movie. Denzel Washington. Oh, that's your dad, huh? Yep. Mm. I thought so. People confuse me with him all the time. Because you look just like him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Denzel's son is an actor. Yeah, that's my brother. And he actually played football. He played college football, right? Yeah, Yeah, I think he did. He was in Ballers. Yeah. I stopped watching Ballers, by the way. I stopped watching it, too. Yeah, it wasn't good. It got lame after a while. It was good in the beginning. It was. It got lame after a while. This guy, (laughs) he's crazy. He's talk, you talk, oh, you're talking yeah. about Byron Leftwich? Man, hey. <laughs> Byron Is Byron Leftwich playing? I, think he's, I still think he's more Warren Sapp. Yeah, you know, when he drops the glasses Sapp, and puts yeah. in the dip, I mean, it is dead on no. Warren Sapp. Well, you know, I, he said Denzel Washington. That's, that's, that's my father. That's like me saying Brad Pitt. He's going to play me. Give me Matthew McConaughey. Listen, <laughs> what? Listen, I was, out, I was out at the grocery store, and this lady walked up to me and said, oh, my God. You're that guy who played that coach in that famous high school. Yeah, movie. she's just a racist. And she I'm thinks all black people look alike. Come on now, what are you? You look nothing like him. Hey, bro, and by the way, he's forty years older than you. Wow, what's Denzel doing in the Trader Joe's in Columbus? What are the odds? He's forty years older than you. Come on now, you know that you probably the only one, only brother in the store. You was Denzel Washington. You was Jay Z. Michael Jordan. You see, me and my brother, we almost got. The same beard. Is that Jesse Smollett? Making them attack. 
That was just going to end the show there. We should just end the show right there. Bull is down. Bull's down. Bull's down. Look at those sexy brooks, bro. Look at those sexy brooks right now. Get some airtime. It's an N1 mixtape. When somebody get a move off, throw the ball in the stands. We got to go. We got to go. Oh, bull down. Bull down. Here comes the AI step over. Just because I told Anthony to do it. I'm all right. Just step over. <laughs> my God. Austin Hedges was just towering over oh you, bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, just... I hope the IFB didn't break. We don't, we don't have an extra one, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he Woo! can't hear you because it broke. <laughs> Did it fall out? He's like, what are you talking about? I don't hear it. It, it probably just came here. unplugged. Okay, good, good. Lord, Lord, Lord. Now it's plugged man, in. Oh, and maybe it can't, I don't you'll, know. You'll never get that back. That was one no, of your best No, the speaker ever. came undone. <laughs> that was one of your Come best choice of all time. What came I can't. No, it's all right. Yeah, you, you um, pulled the wire out of the speaker, so you're not going to hear I pulled the wire out of the speaker, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's all right. Well, with. it's all right. We'll fix it. Afterwards. Mike, just speak loudly. I can hear you. We have any final takes that we're dying to do? Or uh, that, do we after end it that, I, I got nothing to right say. I got a, I've got a one o'clock shoot. We, we so, got to go. Uh, I think we ended on the Jesse, the Jesse comment. Bo, yeah, you, that, that was you that's today, the walk off comment. Walk off. Bro, you know what? You know what happened? Let's recap today's show. What happened on today's show is Bull definitely actually got Tyvis to say uh, that he would rather have Jacoby Brissett I'm over panicked. Joe Burrow. It was the quintessential Perry Mason moment. I'm and then he dropped the mic by calling you Jesse Smollett. <laughs> like, it's a wrap. He's bull- he bullied me today. Yeah, so he did bully you. He, bullied he got bullied. By the way, I want Ving Rhames to play me in a movie. Let's go. <laughs> Hey, tomorrow we got Maurice, we got Aditi, we got Fence Questions. It's also our 100th show tomorrow. Yeah! Make sure you buy t-shirts tomorrow. We're going to wrap up the show with some of the best moments through the first. How many subscribers do we have now? We already hit 15,000, so just keep wow. subscribing. We want to hit We want to hit a million. So want to hit a million? Is that our goal? Eventually, yeah. We're going to hit a, We're gonna hit 10 million at some point. I'm but thinking by 2096, we, we should be at somewhere around <laughs> yep. a million. And we um, are throwing out the first pitch at the Guardians game. Hang out with us on Sunday for the first half with the hang. Yes. Post game oh, yeah. show after, so you're going to get more of us than you get Browns. And guys, we made it through 99 shows. Let's not screw it up for tomorrow. That would, I not. just, I, I will come to work tomorrow, provided that I get a built bar and I want to eat it live on the air. Everybody's tried one but me. I had one. Y- you should. Yes, we. Yes. Live sure. on the air tomorrow. I want to try one. Go for it. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's go, Jay. 22-hour oh. break. We will see you back here Love tomorrow it. on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. I'll make sure I tune in. The professional <laughs> turned in to the click. Like it did. It turned like, into the click. You never you never go pro grip to click. <laughs> that, was a, that was a tight handshake. Y'all just jealous. <laughs> <laughs>